Our sponsor for the month of March is the Modern Farmstead. The Modern Farmstead began in 2020 when owner Jen's passion for natural living and gardening exploded. The Modern Farmstead produces authentic, purely clean diffuser blends as well as other products. She gives ease and confidence in using essential oils without feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by many different varieties and costs that there are out there. All are made with only premium quality oils that are safe to use inside your home. Ordering is simple. Just message the Modern Farmstead Instagram page letting them know which product you're excited to try next. Ransom? is here with me while we're doing this ad. You know that blend that I've been going, diffusing in the house, that smell? It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. It smells very good. I am using the Welcome Home blend today in our house, and it smells so warm. I love this blend. It's like, it kind of reminds me of something baking in the oven. That's kind of what it reminds me of, cookies or something like that. It smells really good. Reminds me of popcorn. Popcorn? Ransom's favorite food is popcorn. So that's a pretty big compliment to the Modern Farmstead. (laughs) Thank you, Modern Farmstead, for sponsoring this month. Go check them out. Thanks. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan and Jared here today. Hey, I'm back. Jared is back to talk with me about some good news for moms. We are recording outside today, so if you hear a little bit of wind, I apologize for that. So, the job of motherhood is quite all-consuming, right? You mm-hmm. see that? <laughs> it's 24-7 on call. You got frequent night shift. Sometimes you got cranky little cute co-workers so let's, running hold on, around. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's pause. Let's talk about this week, and let's talk about the puke fest. So just to be clear about the all-consumingness of motherhood and how sometimes it's difficult, I'll just let you know about the stomach bug that we had this week, because that's a perfect example. And ladies, I feel like as you're talking, we'll be able to, like, tip their hat to you if they're wearing a hat and be like, yeah, we got it. But uh, it started out with one child, and then 12 hours later hit another child, then 12 hours later hit another child, then 12 hours later hit hit the husband, then 12 hours later hit the mom. So it's puking so, all week. Puking all week. Um, and only one child is really good at actually hitting the toilet when he pukes. Most <laughs> the other two. I don't know why that is so hard. When I was a kid, <laughs> though, I didn't, I didn't puke in toilets. I puked, puked in trash cans. That's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the tummy bug is the perfect example of the all-consumingness of motherhood. It's not a job for the faint of heart. It's not a job to be done without the strength and lordship of Christ presiding over our duties because our duties sometimes are quite messy, quite draining and difficult. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we can sometimes wonder if we're doing enough. We can wonder if we're teaching rightly, disciplining correctly, not raising our voice, cooking the right meals. All these are valuable checks and should be taken seriously. But then there's like this sneakier voice that comes in that can come in accusing that maybe when we raised our voice last Wednesday, that's going to like turn our kid into an axe murderer. Do dads Let, also about, get concerned no. about Okay. Well, I don't. Maybe some dads do. <laughs> But when I mess up in parenting, I'm like, well, it'll be I'm, fine. I'm a good parent still. I don't, I don't like <laughs> doubt my parenting skills. But the mom's <laughs> like, maybe that microwave mac and cheese is actually going to give them a terrible disease, and mm-hmm. it's going to be all my fault. Or the fact no. that we had a busy season of life is going to like lead to lifelong PTSD for the entire family. 
Right. So this is what happens. Moms tend to like all of a sudden get real panicked about our mistakes mm-hmm. or our like, not even mistakes sometimes, our like lack of perfection. Yeah. Well, okay. When Ransom threw his hatchet in his foot, I had somebody ask me like, man, are you okay? And because I left the hatchet out. If I you s- haven't heard I, this, you should go over to the Shepherd's Crook and there's a whole episode about yeah. it. I think it's called The Hatchet. Right. And somebody you know, thought I was going to be like really hurt by that. And I was like, no, not really. I mean, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to leave my hatchet out again. But it didn't. I didn't think like, you know, I didn't go down a rabbit hole. And I think sometimes it can be e- maybe easier for ladies to go down a rabbit hole and think, I can you know, never I'm forgive an myself. Awful parent. What kind of a parent <laughs> leaves a hatchet out? I am just, you know, you know, and then you just go down an unhealthy, yeah, un- to an unhealthy. Yeah. Place. That w- so the the concern is that you're going to ruin your kids mm-hmm. in some way. Your parenting is going to forever ruin your child, and we love our kids so much that it's painful. So to think about something like that, it's just like too much to bear. You get panicky. You have like the day of crying, and then you talk to your husband and he pulls you out of it. But, but also, there's this. If you're a pastor's wife, then... There's added pressure. Because there, it is reality that if your household's not in order, then you're disqualified for ministry. So, though, you know, what, what does that mean? Does that mean our, our children and our home has to be perfect? No, not at all. But in those moments when our kids aren't doing well or they're acting up, it's like, oh my gosh. You have a you season know. of behavioral stuff going on. Mm-hmm. A kid is growing and relentlessly cranky for a week. Like mm-hmm. there are seasons like that or a month. Like there's just seasons of behavioral stuff that you have to work through. You have to train your children. But anyways, in those seasons, it can be easy to feel like, am I ruining them? And I just wanted to do an episode, just tell everyone that you're not that powerful, that there's good news for mothers. There's good news for fathers. Um, that of course it's true that our actions have reactions and there's sowing that produces fruit, but God is ultimately king of any harvest and he holds all things together by the counsel of his will. And it's important to remember this so that as we are going through our career as mothers, that's a lifelong career, that we remember that we do not hold all things together, but it's mm-hmm. Christ that holds all things together. The good, the bad, the ugly, he is holding it together. And that we can trust him as we are trying to be faithful in our mothering, we can trust him with the results of what we are doing. What was it? Do you have in there the Misty Winkler quote? About even the mistakes as we make oh, as parents. Yeah, so there's a God chapter. Yeah, building our children up even through. Yeah, obviously, as we obey the Lord, we want to obey the Lord. And there's times that we're going to blow it. Yeah. And there are times that you know we could have done that better, and we need to say you know repent, and we need to change yeah. and, and do better. But God is using those seasons as well, and those mistakes of the mistakes and sins of mothers, mistakes and sins of fathers, and God uses that to shape our children. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. Like That's it's essentially a, what Miss Winkler uh, talks about in one of the chapters. I think it's on repentance in her book, The Convivial Homeschool. So plug for that. Go order it. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that God is that good that He can use our sin to train our child in righteousness to train our children to know how to repent that when we quickly repent it's training them that this is what this is how we live as believers we quickly repent and trust the lord um, so we all know psalm 127:4. behold children are a heritage from the lord the fruit of the womb a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth well i was reading this chapter not that long ago and i was starting to think about it and i was like man this whole chapter it could actually, like, you can read it in terms of the household. Like, what if this whole chapter actually has to do with parenting and households and, like, wisdom that pertains to that? So listen to the rest of the chapter with that in mind. 
Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gates. That's Psalm 127, 1 through 5. So, anyone else eat the bread of anxious toil sometimes? Anybody else go to bed late and wake up early, not enjoy in service to our Lord and our family, but in service to the unkind master of ourselves? We lay these demands on ourselves that are too heavy to bear. And I was thinking about that. It's like, man, it sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's what Jesus accuses Pharisees of. Jesus says that their commands were too burdensome, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And that doesn't... Can, can I interject a thought? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's the idea that your obedience... You know, it's easy to think that your obedience is going to produce the fruit. Yeah, that, like, exactly. You, you that are, it's up to us to right, produce fruit. That's right. So, therefore, if we're depending upon ourselves and our efforts to build this household rather than the Spirit of God and God's grace in our home, then... We'll crumble. That, that is. We'll I mean, crumble it, that's under a, that, that weight. Is, that mm-hmm. is heavy. I mean, yeah. that's really heavy. So, this doesn't mean that we don't have a lot to do as mothers, Right. Um, we do. But this isn't. This is not like. Just Jordan's leave. Not this isn't for, one of those. Just leave the Cheerios on the floor, Mama. Right. No, That's not one of those. Not sloppy gospel-centeredism. In the sense that there's grace for you, therefore, you know, it's it's an embrace of antinomianism or something. Right. Like that. I'm just saying we can't do this on a, in our own strength. Right. We, like I said, we will crumble as we attempt to control the outcomes, the change behaviors in ourselves or in our children by our own like plans and procedures and, and like staying awake, trying to plan the perfect chart that's well, going to like, like really, really maybe <laughs> <laughs> trying to make this perfect chart that's going to like really impact the behavior this time. And like, yeah, that stuff can be helpful. And like, pray for wisdom, pray for tactics. That's fine. But those things cannot produce the fruit of righteousness that only Christ can yeah. produce in us and in our children. I like Galatians 3, 2, and 3. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Have you begun by the Spirit and are you now being perfected by the flesh? Mm -hmm. It's like we believe this about our salvation. We think, of course, God saved us by His grace through faith in Christ alone. But then... It works out in our mothering that we think that we're going to ruin our kids by our actions or we're going to like condemn ourselves through our actions or yeah. we or we start to self-condemn ourselves through our actions. But it's like, oh, foolish mothers, who has deceived us? Trust in the Lord and run to him. Every day in our mothering, it's a spiritual work that we're working. Our friend Josh Stowers just illustrated um, at church one Sunday that when we hear the alarm clock go off, like to hear that as an attack siren, Mm -hmm. that we should hear that as gird up your loins. Don't go into battle without the word of God. Scrolling your social media, that doesn't give you any weapons for this kind of warfare. Um, Me time and like giving yourself a little like me time break, that's not gospel shoes for us. We need the gospel. We need the word of God to strengthen us for the job that we have. It's kind of like what you see in examples of bad ecclesiology that we've all seen before where, you know, a church will say they believe in the doctrines of grace, for instance. But then when you have an attractional model of ministry and an attractional model of ministry basically believes that the results... Um, or the lack thereof, are because of the abilities or the competencies of those programs or of the, the plans that have been laid out or the 
worship service or something like that. Like, how appealing was it? So if there's less people here this week, it's because... The tactics messed up. Yeah, it's because our planning wasn't very well, mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we didn't execute well on Sunday morning, and it's this idea that, you know, Sunday morning is a is a good to be consumed. Yeah, and it's controllable by us, right, by our strings. So, so growth as a church is up to our ability to execute our plans. And, you know, certainly we want to be faithful and, and honor the Lord when we come together and but to think that uh, you know to think that any kind of growth or lack thereof is directly related to how we're doing or performing or something like that right. is foolishness right so mothers what do we do pray seek the Lord for yourself and for your children read God's word hide his word in your heart that you may not sin against him God is faithful he is with us he has called us to this mighty world-changing work of small tasks that build up to a sea with a force that we can't imagine being faithful every single day and knowing that he is going to do something amazing generational mindfulness this is helpful for me because it helps us to see the impact that we can make in a relatively short amount of time. Let us not get caught up in the shortcomings of day, like day at a time, day by day, but let us be women who repent quickly to the Lord and to the people in our home and then receive this free gift of grace that we believe in and trust that the Lord is good, that he is so good that he can even use our harsh answer for our good and for the good of our children. That That is mind-blowing, that God is that kind and that all-powerful and that all-knowing that he can use our sin that we're convinced is going to ruin our children to actually train them. That is just so amazing. So trust the Lord. Don't, don't lose hope. He has saved us by his grace through faith. He will continue on with us on this road until we reach the end in the same way, never leaving, never letting us go. So be encouraged. Trust the Lord and go kiss some babies. Thanks for listening.